A very good morning. On behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 Fitam with Chagiga Daftes, Chagiga 9a, pagination 17, four lines down, starting a new Mishnah. Misha Lochog Biyamtav Harishan Shalchag, a person who did not bring the required carbon on the first day of Yamtif, special carbonos by Aliyah Leregel when we come to Yerushalayim on the Shalosh Regalim, Pesach Shavuos and Sukkis. So he didn't bring the carbon he was supposed to on the first day. Chogeg Yaskola Regel, V'yamtav Ha'acharon Shalchag. He's allowed to bring that carbon as Tashlumen, makeup, extension, opportunity for the entire Yamtif, including Shmini Atzeres, even though Shmini Atzeres is an anomaly, it's not really part of Sukkis. Nevertheless, Fetashlumen it suffices, and you could bring the carbon of Sukkis even on Shmini Atzeres. However, if the entire Yamtiv has already passed and he hasn't brought the carbon, he is not responsible to bring it anymore. That's not a good thing. It means that the opportunity to do the mitzvah has expired. And on that it is written, this is an example of the Pasuk in Koheles, Something that's crooked cannot be straightened, cannot be fixed. There's sometimes in life that it's just, it's done, it's crooked. And likewise, something that's missing in certain applications is simply not able to be counted. It's missing. It's gone. And when we try to count, <laughs> there's nothing to count. It's been missed. So the Mishnah invokes this as an example of this Pasuk, that there is no way to fix it. We could discuss it on a different occasion. What does tshuva mean, etc. But as far as the mitzvah goes, the mitzvah is gone. Rabbi Shimon ben Manasya Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Manasya says a different insight into this pasuk. What is a case where you have something that's crooked and cannot be fixed? It's talking about a person who had relations with a woman that's forbidden to him and produced from that immoral act a mamzer a child that has that specific status. Not every time that a man's with a woman and wasn't supposed to be produces a mamzer, but if it was that type of relationship, such as Ashes Ish, a married woman, so then it produces a mamzer, and that child is here. You can't do anything about it anymore. A person in wishful thinking wants to undo it, but the child's alive, the child's a Jew, He's part of the community, but he's not able to marry normally because there's a stigma, a legal stigma against him. And he produced, this man produced this this mamzer in Tomar. If you were to tell me that it's not limited to the case of mamzer and other cases might also be mu'uvas lo'yuchal liskon, crooked that cannot be fixed, begona v'gozel, a person who stole you could return that money. You could fix it. And it would be fixed. But a person who actually produces something that's in front of us, ongoing, forever, so to speak, so 
that's something that's crooked that cannot be fixed. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochi Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai says, Correct usage of the Pasuk, application, understanding of the Pasuk, is not going to be just any bad thing that happened. Mu'uvas crooked infers that at one time it was good and now it's crooked. It has to be at first good, and then it got crooked. And what's this case? A person who became a Talmud Chacham, so he was Mesukan, he was fixed and good, and then he deviated, he went off. So then the expression of crooked would apply because he became a Talmud Chacham, then he was straight, and then he went on and made himself crooked. I remember on one occasion by a SEED summer learning program, a gentleman came in from the community and told us that he's not sure he came to the right place because he really wants to learn about Reconstructionist Judaism. And that's really what he wants to learn. We offered uh, Chumash, Mishnayis, different mitzvahs, but he just he only wanted Reconstructionist Judaism. So one of the people in our group creatively told him, 100% we can learn with him Reconstructionist Judaism specifically. However, Reconstruction means that we first construct it. So let's first construct it, and then you'll see where that takes you. So our Mishnah tells us that we have cases that a person will not be able to rectify a lost opportunity. The original paradigm over here was a person who didn't bring the carbon on Yomtif and missed all the makeup opportunities. Let's take a look on Ahmed Bey's, about a quarter of the page down. The last on the line is Aleph Lamid, Omar Lay, Barhehe Lehillel. Barhehe told Hillel, Hi Lehimanos. It says to count, that something that's missing can't be counted. Shlomo HaMelech and Kohela should have used the word to fill, because really the related word to something that's missing, it's empty, so you fill it. What does it mean to count it? Ella, Barhehe inferred from the usage of the word that it's talking about a specific type of missed opportunity. A person whose friends counted themselves to a mitzvah, a communal activity, and he did not count himself in. And Shlomo HaMelech on that case is saying that once you missed it, it's gone. You can't fix it anymore. And that should give us pause to think for a moment what does it mean that if there's a communal mitzvah and you don't do it, it can never be done? Why don't we do it? So now that I wake up and realize it was a good idea, so why don't I get everybody together and we'll do it now? And the answer presumably be, the answer presumably is that in group dynamics, it's hard to get everybody to agree to something. And if the colleagues were already 
going to do the mitzvah and you don't jump on board at that opportunity, that's a missed opportunity that cannot be duplicated. It's irreplaceable to get different people with different perspectives to agree to do a mitzvah together. That's that you missed it. Okay. Let's drop down to another statement of Barheihei Lehillel. Last word on the line, about five lines from where we were, is Vishavtem. Vishavtem, we contemplate the Reisim and we see Ben Tzadik Rosha between the Tzadik and the Rosha, that's different. Ben Ovidelokim Lasha Lo Avado. To a person who serves Hashem and a person who doesn't serve Hashem. What does it mean to serve Hashem? What does it mean not to serve Hashem? So, if you drop down about three lines after the analysis, they give the answer. It's not the same a person who learns Torah a hundred times, reviews it to get it in its fullest sense, to a person who reviews it to get it in its fullest sense, and he does it a hundred and one times. One more time. It's considered inadome, totally different. One is considered an ovedelokim, because he did it the extra time, and one is considered lo avado. You didn't really serve Hashem, because you only did it a hundred. Omalei, he said back, because he missed one time, it's lo avado, it's not comparable. Omalei in, he told him yes. Go to the marketplace where they hire people to carry things on the back of donkeys. Asara Parsi Bezuza, they charge 10 parsos. A distance is one zuz, one coin. Chadasa Parsi, if you want to go 11 parsa, one extra one, betray zuzi, he's already charging you double. What's the explanation? The answer is, there's a certain quantity that's considered normal in the field, and if you exceed that quantity, that distance, so then it's a whole new pay scale. You know, you get that in the extreme with AAA, so you can get AAA plus, 100 miles free, 200 miles free, whatever the deal is, but if you want to go 201 miles, so then the pricing kicks in. It's a whole different deal. We're describing over here, there's a certain requisite amount that's part of the package. If you do more, it's a whole different charge. Now it's interesting that that's considered Oved Hashem, serving Hashem, if he did it 101. So just to illustrate this, it's actually a very heartwarming concept. You have the requisite amount that's considered really knows his stuff. He does it a hundred times. He reviews it. He writes notes. He teaches it. He asks. He hears it from a different Rebbe. He did it a hundred times. He really knows this topic. But after the requisite amount is done, what happens then? So if you have a person who closes the volume and says, Okay, I'm done. I did the requisite amount. That's one thing. But if you have a person who's still involved and savoring and reviewing it one more time, you can ask him, what are you doing? I thought you're done. And the person answers you, yes, 
I'm done, but I'm staying a little bit longer to savor it because I love it. So that's the level of avado, of truly serving Hashem.